Hello and welcome to Worship Conversations, a podcast by Awakened Generation. It is our heart to see sons and daughters stepping boldly into their calling as worshippers. And so in this season, season 3, we will be looking at the phrase from 1 Peter 2.9, a royal priesthood. On today's episode, Eleris and I talk about overcoming fear when we lead worship and how we can lead with authority as a royal priesthood. Let's get to it. Okay, so we're back on this topic of leading worship. Yeah, and I think something that maybe we all struggled with at one point or another when we lead worship is dealing with fear. Yeah. (laughs) And dealing with nerves when you have to lead in front of people. I just want to unpack this uh, topic a little bit because I know um, it is, it can be a scary thing to not just um, sing in front of people, to lead people, to be spiritually in tune. There's just a lot that's happening when you have to lead worship. Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to talk about how do we deal with that fear as worship leaders? And you know, Delphine, you've also been leading worship for for many years and you have lots of wisdom to impart (laughs) in this area. So let's talk a little bit about that. Like, have you ever felt fear when you led worship and how did you deal with it? How did you overcome it? Yeah, I I don't know if I... I don't think like I felt fear and then I stopped feeling fear. Mm. I think I always have moments where I'm nervous um, and I think I wouldn't. I don't know if you can call it fear, but maybe there's just sense like so many things could go wrong, right? Because as a worship leader, you are basically worship fail moment. Yeah, there's so many worship <laughs> fails that you like watch on Instagram, but like you are, you can empathize with them so deeply because you're just like, ah, oh, it could totally have happened to me. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and I think because as worship leaders, you're coordinating so many things. Yeah, like and, multiple things yeah, at one time. Yeah, and everyone is looking to you yeah. actually for direction, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? So sometimes like, I'm so terrified that I would um, either not be able to catch the key when the song is coming in. Mm, that's or, happened like, to me. Yeah. <laughs> or I forget like the lyrics. Also terrifying, you forget lyrics or you forget the tune. Yeah. 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 How about yourself? Do you like still feel fear when you lead worship? <laughs> okay, like... My first ever experience of like leading worship was when I was in high school. This was mm-hmm. when I was living in Australia. And I was so literally terrified that, you know, um, when it was my turn to lead the song, the electric guitar uh, played like the intro line like 12 times. Because <laughs> I, <just, laughs> I just did not come in because I, I was so terrified. You know, when you're just overcome by fear, like you, you just, you can't, you can't think. Right, yeah. So I, I just forgot my, my lyric. Oh no. Yeah, and then so I can't remember what I did. I don't know if I like turned to look at the electric guitarist with like this desperate look on my face, and maybe he mouthed the first line to me or something. And then I would then then oh then you know suddenly it came back to me and I and I could lead. Um, but yeah, it was definitely a terrifying thing. But I think at that point, I didn't really understand what worship was. Yeah. Right, because I think when we view worship as um, first, like it's about the people, yeah. you know, it's about leading the people first, or it's about ministering to them, then it can be really pressurizing. Yeah. Right. But actually, like when we and we've been unpacking worship in all these episodes um, uh, for our podcast, and we see that actually worship it's first ministry to God. Yeah. 
right? So worship is really just a response to the, the revelation of who God is, his nature and everything. And when we can lead from that place of ministering to God first, just responding to him, mm. it really takes the pressure off. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, I've, I've, I've found that um, one very helpful way to overcome fear uh, when we lead worship is... Um, um, really just um, setting my heart and my affection upon the presence of God. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's what I've been covering um, in the previous episodes also about a royal priesthood, right? Because mm. we understand that the role of the priest is to first minister unto God. Yep. That was what they were called to, is to yep. minister in the temple unto God yep. and then to minister to the people. Yeah. And so I guess understanding that priesthood identity yes. or us coming as priests yes. um, would um, yeah, allow us to lead from that place of ministry to yeah. God. And how else do you think that understanding of a royal yeah. priesthood affect the way we yeah, do worship? Yeah, it's good. It's good for us to unpack um, that word royal. Yes. <laughs> right? I mean, we have been unpacking that, but what does that mean um, for us when we lead worship? Yeah. Right? And so for me, the word royal, um, I mean, there are many things to unpack with this, uh, which, you know, you can listen to our other episodes on it. But I think something that I do want to talk about in the area of leading worship is authority, mm. right? Because when we are royal, okay, first, we belong as sons and daughters to the king, mm. right? And we're not just um, any son and daughter, but we are of a royal bloodline, right? So we represent the kingdom of God here on earth. Um, and we may be sent to this earth, but we don't belong to this earth, but we are from a different government. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> different kingdom, different right? And we know this in 2 Corinthians 5.20, right? It says, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors. As though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So we mm-hmm. have this message of reconciliation, yeah. right? From the kingdom of heaven that now um, we are speaking forth um, to um, to the kingdom of, of the earth. Yeah. So when we're ambassadors of Christ, called from a different kingdom to represent him on earth, there's also an authority that God gives us, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And I think a, a great analogy of that is like police officers, <laughs> Yes, right? You know, if a, if a police officer like just walks in the room, maybe you're doing something illegal, you're going to be like, <gasps> <laughs> everyone, I think you even know, if you're not doing anything illegal, you'll just be kind of like, on guard anyway. Yeah, yeah. So so if it was just anyone, you know, and you were doing something, you know, not quite right, and then you walk in, but that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, but if you, if someone comes in and they're like wearing the badge and you know, oh, they represent the government, like, yeah. I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. You know, so in, in the same way, I think for worship leaders, it's important for us to know that um, that we are in a spiritual battle, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so we know that um, from Ephesians Six, 12, right? That, that our battle is not against flesh and blood. Yeah. It's not people. It's powers and principalities yeah. from the kingdom of darkness, right? And so um, as worship leaders, when we really understand who we are as sons and daughters, as royal, as ambassadors, yeah. with that badge that we represent a different kingdom, um, we can actually, when we, when we worship, when we sing, when we declare, we can actually speak to all these, you know, different principalities, um, principalities and powers and enforce the rule and reign of the kingdom of God. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I, I feel like this is something that um, as worship leaders, uh, 
we need to grow into. Yeah. I think the first step is just first overcoming fear. Yeah. Right? That like, like I, I can minister to the Lord and at the same time, I can lead people into His presence. Yeah. But when you grow even more as a worship leader, the next thing is really understanding the authority that you carry because you're actually going to sing differently. You're going to speak differently yeah. when you really know um, that, yeah, G- that Jesus has all authority given to yeah. him. Um, and now he sends us out as his disciples to, to carry yeah. that and to represent him on, on the earth. And so um, then when we lead worship, when we sing, um, it, it, it's like the power of decreeing the word of God. Yes. Right? So rather than um, I'm, yeah, rather than I'm um, just flippantly just like singing what a is a lyric. Yeah. Some lyrics. Yes. But if I have authority, then I'm, I'm going to sing it uh, differently. Yeah. Because if you look in the dictionary, the meaning of what it means to decree is um, an official order that has the force of law. Mm. Is that really cool? So yeah. that means like the words that you're singing, um, it, it carries um, um, the rule and reign of the kingdom yeah. while you sing it. So you can believe that strongholds are being broken yeah. when you're singing, um, that when people once struggled with um, these thoughts that are not of the kingdom, whether it's depression or suicide and all of that, that in those moments, as you declare the kingdom of God, as you decree the kingdom of God with the authority, yeah. the badge that God has given you, you can trust that things will change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think also as worship leaders, we've kind of overcoming fear, right? I think understanding our authority and our role as sons and daughters would help us overcome that completely. Because yes. when you make a mistake, it's just kind of like, well, good. Well, I made a mistake. Yep. I can grow in that, but then um, I can also say, but my ministry is to the Lord, mm. and it doesn't it doesn't um, discount the authority that I have as a son and daughter in decreeing the power of God yep. in everywhere that I lead worship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why I like this. This is some powerful quote. I have no idea who says. <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> yeah, but it says it goes like um, as as worship leaders, we sing from approval. And not for approval. Oh, yes. Right? Yeah. So um, there's a massive difference, right? Whether we sing and we lead from that place of assurance of our identity in Him and our acceptance in the kingdom, or whether we're empty inside and we're just looking for praises of men yeah. um, to fill us. Um, yeah. So this is a very, very powerful revelation that we need to, to walk in. Yeah. So maybe like on a practical aspect, right? Mm. Like how did you, like what are some practical ways that you grew in this authority as a royal priesthood? <laughs> um, I think honestly, like, yes, there are some practical things, but in my, my personal j- journey, it was actually impartation. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So um, when I was um, my earlier 20s, mm-hmm. um, I had this opportunity to, to go to this uh, worship school mm-hmm. um, and I spent, spent two weeks there and um, the, the freedom in the place and all the worship le- leaders, I've never seen worship leaders move with such courage. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and at that time, I didn't know, I didn't really understand the word authority. I was just like, wow, is this... You know, it's like they really don't care what people think. Yeah. They're just so in tune with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that's all that matters to them. And the way that they they sing, it's like they really believe it. It's yeah. almost like they're putting a stake in the ground as, yeah. they, as, they, as they sang. 
And so when I was there, it was just something I just caught in the spirit. Mm. You know, I was just like, yeah, that's, that's just, you know, when you see something modeled, it's like you're not taught it. Yeah. Uh, just like with information or yeah. intellectually. It's like you just receive it. It's like, oh. Yeah. You know, it's like a kid just looking at the father doing something and be like, oh, like, oh, that's how you cook. That's how you. Yeah. It's like you didn't really have to explain it as much, but you just watch. Yeah. And, you know, you're, um, it's modeled for you. Yeah. And so then um, I was able to just come back to Singapore very different. Yeah. In fact, wow. the first time that I led worship when I, when I got back uh, from worship school, uh, my pastor was like, whoa, something really did happen to you <laughs> at worship school, didn't it? And I was like, yeah. Wow. And from that moment on, I just, I, not to say that I don't still struggle different times with fear, like thoughts and everything. Like it will always be something that we will grow in. Yeah. But I think from that point on, there was this huge increase in, yeah. in my authority, in not being afraid of, what people think um, but to just be so in love with God to mm. recognize the power of his word to recognize that he has called me to declare and decree the things of the kingdom and on his heart and yeah I just moved in a whole new level of of freedom yeah yeah freedom from from the chains of of um, fear of fear of man what yeah. people think of you and everything yeah and I think that's also a culture that you have cultivated here in mm. Awakened Generation because I think leading with authority and without the fear of men, it's something that I'm also catching when mm. I watch you and Ian lead worship and just yeah. from interaction, right? Yeah. It's just, wow, they can move with such freedom and I feel empowered also um, yeah. to to sing with authority, yeah. to lead with authority. Um, and... And I guess a practical way, and this is not even like a, a plug for our school, right? Because the, the reality is, if we want to grow, <laughs> if we want to grow, we need to put time to it. Yeah. That's the, like, you know, Pastor yeah. Sydney Mohidi said this, your input equals your output, yeah. right? So if we're always thinking we want to grow in authority, we want to grow as ambassadors of yeah. Christ, we want to grow in understanding our priestly anointing, yeah. how much time are we actually putting into it? Yeah. Right? Because... You know, I, I feel very challenged personally because even though I'm like a full-time missionary, I'm here surrounded by worship. The, yeah. the question is always, am I willing to put in more time mm. into growing into this? Yeah. And and I feel that as... And this is something um, as um, modern-day Christians we need to hear, yeah. right? We are so inundated with with schedule, with yeah. like things going on in our yeah. life, with busyness. <laughs> yeah. And we wonder why we can't break through in some mm. of these areas, right? Yeah. So, you know, um, I really believe that setting aside time to grow in this would cause you to, to grow. <laughs> yeah. And as simple as that. Yeah, and know that like the word of God carries power, right? Yeah. Like it's living, it's active. Mm. So when you meditate on who God says that we are, yeah. you know, um, and we take time to chew upon it and, and not just like, you know, just read it once and like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. It's really like take time to unpack that with the yeah. Holy Spirit. What does that mean for me? You know, um, what have I struggled with God in the past that yeah. you want to continue to set me free from? What yeah. are some lies that I'm believing about yeah. myself or my voice or my leadership that is not true? God, can you tell me your truth? How do you, yeah. how do you view me? Yeah. In my call as um, as a as a worship leader, as a son and daughter, 
Um, so really, there, there's power when you really like meditate and like yeah. chew upon who God says that you are. Because to be honest, like we are bombarded with so many thoughts and like negativity. Yes. Um, in our in yeah, it's the battlefield of the mind. Yeah. Really, and um, that's why we need to be intentional <laughs> with filling our thoughts. Yeah. With what is lovely, what is from the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe just to close, um, Eloise, we'd like to pray. Yeah, we'd we'll love to pray. Yeah. We'd we'll love to pray. Um, Father, I just thank you um, that you've not given us a spirit of fear, but of power um, um, and of love and of uh, sound mind, God. And so, Father, um, I just pray that um, if we're, if any of us are still struggling with fear, uh, Father, I thank you that that's not your heart for us, that that's not our 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 destiny, God. But Father, your desire for us is to be set free. Father, it is to be uh, whole. It is mm. to be healed. It is to know um, that we are highly favored, highly loved by you, God, um, that we are your sons and daughters, that we um, of all, uh, are of royal blood, Lord. And Father, that you have given us authority to um, to bring the kingdom of God here on earth, mm. which was how you have taught us to pray, Lord. So Father, I just thank you for the worship leaders um, that are listening and I just bless them, um, Father, to be able to, Lord, um, just have those moments of really just meditating mm. on who you say that they are that you would strip away all form of fear, what people think about them, mm. but there would be a new assurance of who they are in you and that they would lead many into the kingdom of God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, did you know that we have a worship school in Singapore and online? The theme for our school next year is, yes, you guessed it, a royal priesthood. We are believing God for worship musicians and creatives who will step into their authority as God's royal priesthood to minister to Him and bring others along. School applications are now open, so check out details at awakengeneration.sg. Until our next episode, bye-bye-bye!